Hello and welcome to the Women Talk Tech podcast brought to you by KPMG's Women in Technology community. And this is a podcast dedicated to sharing stories about women by women within the tech space. I'm Nancy Chase, the national leader of KPMG's risk consulting practice in Canada and your host for today's episode. And I'm so excited to be joined today by one of my team members, Emily Zhao, who is a senior consultant in our IT risk consulting practice, who I'll say lives, breathes, functions within uh, within the crypto space and, and all things tech, and is an incredibly strong advocate for digital financial literacy among women, especially in the crypto asset space, which is, of course, the topic of today's session. So a warm welcome to you, Emily. Thank you so much, Nancy. That was a really good welcome. Thanks. Very excited <laughs> to be here. I'm excited to have you. So, so Emily, crypto continues to dominate the news. We've seen the ups and downs in the markets. We've seen new entrants to the market. We've seen some exits. All in all, a lot of volatility, but definitely a very important topic for everyone to understand. It's it's just really becoming more and more mainstream. And, and as you know, of course, earlier this year, KPMG in Canada entered this world through our purchase of digital art from the world of women's NFT collection that gave us firsthand experience in holding and purchasing crypto assets. And just last month, Benji Thomas, our Canadian managing partner of advisory, and I hosted a session with the founders of the world of women, where we discussed the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion in the crypto world, and for women in particular. So just to start us off, I wondered if you had any thoughts or perspectives that you wanted to share on either KPMG's purchase or just inclusivity in the crypto space in general. Okay, thank you, Nancy. I was actually very excited when I first heard about we're going to have a live interview with Yam and Rafael. And I actually attended that um, event live and I saw all these great questions in the chats and people are very excited about it. After listening to that podcast live and I was very excited to see how Yam mentioned that we should feature more success stories of women and minority group in general. And also successful individuals in such groups should be more verbal in in terms of sharing their stories and to inspire others. Because in general, a lot of us don't know how to explore like what options that we have. So it can get quite challenging. But having those people to share their stories actually provide us an opportunity to see what different options that we have can open up our mind. So that's very exciting. And also not to mention how KPMG got into crypto space and the news was all over the world. I get to ask by many of my friends too. They got really interested in the topic and as to see the reaction from the general public was just a, unreal to me. Yeah, it, it certainly was amazing. And I think, well, I think beyond what I expected, but uh, it was really exciting, of course, to be part of the initial purchase. But certainly that session with Yam and Rav were just incredibly inspiring people and, and what they've done with with WOW. And and so, Emily, you, you mentioned the fact that one of the things that you took away from that is just, you know, the importance of featuring success stories, you know, of of, of women and, and other minority groups in, in terms of what they're doing in, in different fields. And just with respect to, you know, financial literacy and risk taking, which is quite different, right, when we think about that mm-hmm. in the crypto world. And we've heard a lot about, you know, imposter syndrome in crypto world in particular as well. So uh, do you do you feel there is, you know, a, a true gap in, in that financial literacy and risk taking or you know, any ideas in terms of how we can sort of overcome that? 
Yeah, absolutely. I can speak from my personal experience. I think the gap is really there. And also there was a lot of talks and discussions around this area and people are trying really hard to address that, right? So for personally, how I look at this whole thing is that I'm super interested in psychology. So I've read a lot of books around that area. To me, I truly believe the power of unconscious mind and how it can help one create their own reality. The thing about unconscious mind, and usually we just refer to as subconsciously, we do different things, is that it can work both ways, both positive and negative. There are ways that can help us to influence our unconsciousness in a positive way. So it can help create an amazing reality for ourselves. There's always a saying, you create your own reality. I've done some experiments on my own and I actually found that was true. So essentially the environment around this enforces different unconscious biases and stereotypes and we often pick them up without even realizing it. And it has an impact on our action, the way we think and how we do things. That is why it's extremely hard um, for women and minority groups to break those biases and stereotypes that are imposed on them by others. And also, we do that by ourselves. We impose biases and restrictions to ourselves as well, unconsciously. So, and this applies to everybody, not just women and minority groups. So, for example, gaps in financial literacies and risk taking, as you just mentioned, uh, a very often talked about topic is about imposter syndrome. So boys are encouraged taking risks by trying out different things. While girls are viewed negatively for doing the same thing growing up because they're expected to behave in certain ways in order to fit into their corresponding roles under traditions or the social norms. So we just how we talk about our conscious minds gets impacted by our surroundings. So now let's imagine women or in a broader sense, all human beings collectively, how we grew up in a environment that imposed a lot of restrictions on us. It will leave a profound mark on our brain, on the way we do things, literally a lot of things, right? And I mentioned brain specifically because the brain loves familiarity uh, regardless whether it's good or bad for us, which explains why it is so hard to get rid of bad habits, especially the bad ones. I try to exercise so much and that I couldn't do that because the, the bad habits just keep on repeating itself. So I, I emphasize a lot on environmental factors because I truly believe in order to bridge the gap in financial literacies, we need to provide more opportunities for everyone to get access to the tools and knowledge that can help them make better financial decisions. Uh, I agree 100%. You know, what the brain and your unconscious can do is is just absolutely amazing. And the, the difference between just how your own perception and, and just having a positive mindset and to your point, like getting things into habit, right? I don't know if it's, what is it? It takes three weeks to set a habit or there's all kinds of rules around that, but right. but it really is around the mindset in the first place, right? To, to kind of get you there. And to your point as well, it's, this is really something on everyone, fixing the bias and, you know, like just being unsure doesn't mean you're an imposter, right? Everyone can ask questions and be unsure about something and it shouldn't make you feel uncomfortable to get involved in that space. And equally, the more inclusive we are, the more we 
can sort of reduce those feelings of doubt and being on the outside that can really be a barrier to anyone, you know, trying to learn something new or become involved in something new. So I uh, really appreciate those thoughts. And and Emily, so you're a woman, You've, you're very passionate about crypto. So maybe tell us a little bit about your own personal crypto journeys. When did you get involved? When did you get interested and excited about this space? Yeah, okay. That's something I would love to talk all day. So my crypto journey started around 2015, 26-ish, when I was on a FaceTime call with my mom and she started asking me everything about Bitcoin and blockchain technology as she was trying to look to diversify her current investments. And that's when I first started to know crypto and blockchain in general. So I started to do my research. As I found more information about crypto, I got super, super interested and more interested in the blockchain technology itself than investing crypto at that time. Because it was fascinating to me to see how they come up with this concept and how powerful this technology was and what it could potentially do in the future. Um, and, so and I've Emily, been, just, just yeah. on that, so like I know when people think about blockchain, like sometimes there's a mental block, right? It's something new. What is it? So was there a way in which it was presented to you or how you heard about it that to your point, you know, got you really excited about the possibilities with blockchain? It, to me, maybe was because I do risk. So at that time, I was just like at a very early stage of my career. So I'm in, interested in technology in general. So there's always a huge part of security about our current internet and how we transform and store data, right? So I feel blockchain is a good solution currently to provide that kind of security. Currently, we have stored a lot of data, but then we haven't found a good way to utilize those data because with big data become a huge topic and we have talked about a lot of data analytics, but then in order to do those data analytics built models, we need to have clean data. Now the challenges that we see in real life is we have all these data, but they're not clean, they're not accurate, they may not be consistent. So to me, blockchain actually provides that kind of solution that where is a single source of truth and also provides security in terms of how they gather in data, how they store data. And so that provides a possibility for artificial intelligence and machine learning and even more data analytics in the future. So that's that's what really it kind of attracts me and really kind of clicked with me. And and that really then, I guess, was what got you started in terms of where you wanted to focus your career. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I have to say that. I wasn't a huge in investment fan back then, but then I've been following the price of the crypto and also the development of blockchain as they progress along the way. There's different use cases have been developed, um, such as right now we have NFT. And also now we start to create an ecosystem, metaverse, all that. So. It's also exciting. So Emily, maybe you can share with us what has been your greatest main character moment in your personal crypto journey? There's definitely a lot of um, highlights uh, during that journey, but if I have to pick one, it has to be um, in 2020 when I become part of a blockchain team at KPMG and get to work alongside with a bunch of brilliant, super knowledgeable individuals on a team to develop this area as a rough practice. 
I have to say, I finally found my passion. And over the past two years, with the amazing support we received from the leadership and our clients and also teams from various service lines and member firms, we have grown so much. And the most exciting part to me is about how a lot of brainstorming ideas we came up at the very early stage um, were able to put into actions such as um, how we now include uh, Bitcoin and Ether onto our balance sheet and how we purchased World of Women NFT. And also now we're getting to Metaverse and there's a much more to come. So personally, I found it was a truly collaborative experience and I'm super, super excited about what's coming up next. That's definitely one of my main character moments. Yeah, and it is exciting. I know I, I've, I'm fortunate enough to have some meetings in the metaverse and it, it is very, very, I'll say unique, but highly, highly collaborative experience. So it's just, I'm, I'm with you. It's new things we learn every day and amazing to to be in this world, I think, where there's where there's so many opportunities, right, to be exactly. continuing to innovate and do things differently. And and so I think, you know, really important, obviously, for women to be getting into this space. I know, you know, just from a from a KPMG lens, we have so many forums to specifically encourage women in particular in tech, in, you know, understanding crypto, all of these things, you know, things like our women in tech community, which, of course, this podcast is part of, which is, you know, really an internal KPMG network where we work to support, you know, women's presence brand in the tech sector, uh, help advance personal goals, professional goals through, you know, networking, sponsorships, internal and external events. We have digital coffee chats where we feature important topics, but also showcase women leading in these areas. And of course, we start all of this with a talent we recruit, which, you know, we have a, a clear focus on, you know, engaging, encouraging women interested in STEM careers and, and how those can thrive within the firm. So, you know, and, and I think as well, definitely we measure the impacts we're having and hold all of our leaders, frankly, accountable for, for the advancements we're making in this space. But so, Emily, you're, I'm just interested from your perspective, kind of on the ground, you're much younger in your career than than I am having been here for over 25 years. I'm just wondering, you know, so what are you seeing in terms of how we're encouraging women to be more active in in tech, in in crypto, and in just kind of understanding all the changes from a digital and a technology perspective that are happening? What are you seeing on the ground? So for our team, we actually had a lot of discussion about how to get more women into the space. And we made a conscious effort in terms of supporting women in the space by providing them various opportunities to get involved in, in different initiatives that we try to work on. And for example, we provide opportunities to young women who are interested in blockchain and crypto space through internship. We had some amazing interns join us in the past two, three summers, almost half of them are young women who are super talented and they work alongside the team to build the foundation of our practice without revealing too much what we do some of the stuff some of the exciting stuff but then they are definitely the cornerstone to help us to brainstorm ideas and also put them into actions and build some of the amazing things so if you want to know a bit more please stay tuned there's more exciting things coming up and i would like to also take this opportunity as a call for action here to all the women's out there who are interested in the space or you already have some experience in the space please, please feel free to reach out to us. And we're currently hiring at every level, senior consultant manager and senior managers in the team. So if you're interested, please send us a note and we can get the conversation started. 
definitely a growing area for us and so exciting. You mentioned, you know, half of half of our interns or almost half being women, young women, and just amazing to see the, those proportions, percentages get to 50% and above in, in all of our tech practices, frankly. So it's, it's that's really, really exciting. And I think, you know, hopefully a testament to how things on campus are changing as well with recruiting and, and where uh, women are looking to get their education and, and, and their genuine interest in the space. It's so exciting to see. And I know, so you've mentioned a little bit, Emily, about the, the efforts to get women involved, but maybe you can talk a little bit, like, are, are there specific things you do in terms of educating our staff? I know from my perspective, and I'm sure well, obviously you in, in practice, or you know, starting to kind of advise and educate our clients a lot in terms of their own crypto NFT journeys, because this is you know, hot uh, a hot topic for, I would say, just about every client I, I speak to. They're either considering, you know, what what do they do, or they've started, you know, they're holding some crypto assets, and there's, you know, diff, uh, challenges or just complexities that they may not be aware of. So our own experience certainly has been really, really helpful in, in our being able to sort of advise and educate our clients in this space. But maybe tell us a little bit, is there anything unique that you're doing with clients or with our own staff in terms of how you're educating and, and keeping people sort of up to speed as this space continues to evolve? Of course, we actually did education from the two aspects, internally and externally. So internally, we have hosted a quite a lot of launch and learn sessions and education sessions on various topics around the space, such as blockchain, crypto assets, NFT, DeFi, metaverse, etc. We were internally well received and were asked to host more sessions. There's definitely a lot of interest on that areas. From an external perspective, though, we also provide different services to our clients to name a few, such as offering crypto asset educational workshops, advising on crypto NFT strategy and roadmaps, and incorporating crypto NFT into their business line or existing offering, et cetera, et cetera. We do educate our clients and consult our clients on the risks of getting to the space. There's always a bit of portion of stuff that they need to consider and also incorporate into their current business activities. Oh, does this make sense to them? And, and we are working alongside with them to figure it out what would be the best approach for them to get into the space. Right. And again, it is an area that continues to evolve with, you know, maybe different regulations or risk challenges, but also opportunities, as you say, that we're well positioned to advise on. I know we're getting, I'm just mindful of time, Emily, we're getting uh, close to, uh, to our uh, time at the end of the podcast. But just going back to what I said, at the outset and everybody's you know everybody sees the headlines every day no matter what media you're looking at there's certainly a lot of volatility in the crypto space and we did ask this question actually of yam and 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 raf on the world of women but you know where do you see the world of nfts crypto the metaverse that the whole space where do you, where do you see it going to me, I'm oversimplified a lot of concepts, right? But for me, like NFT, crypto, and metaverse, they are examples are built using blockchain technologies. So they're essentially separate use cases of that kind built on top of each other to form an ecosystem. So I think the space is still at the very early stage, kind of, although we have like almost 10 years to develop in that area. So I do see a lot of potentials to it as we explore more and more into the space. Different use cases of blockchain technology will definitely come up in the future. 
which will for sure going to shape and complement the current ecosystem in a way I truly believe it's going to be out of our imagination. So on that note, I'm very, very excited and super, super looking forward to what's coming up next. No, that's amazing. So thank you, Emily, so much for sharing your perspective with us today. It's truly inspiring to see women like you focusing your career, not only just tech, but, you know, crypto, blockchain, all of these kind of evolving, innovative bases. And I think being well positioned to continue to learn as things change and and really adapt and bring the best to your teams and, and your clients in this world. So this is just amazing to have this conversation with you today. Really appreciate your insights and your perspective. And definitely want to thank everyone out there for joining us on this episode of Women Talk Tech, which is brought to you by KPMG's Women in Technology community. Please stay tuned for what we'll be talking about in future episodes and forward to seeing you next time. 